So uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Valley. You can text the show on 81215. Follow us on X and Instagram <laughs> at Frank on the Radio. I just can't get used to it. Uh, email via Frank at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Oh, me titers and me fresh fried fish. You can have a little if you wish. You can have it on a plate or on a dish or in a little bit of paper. Yes, it's Cockney Week on... Musical um, <laughs> Week <laughs> What's your favourite vendor cry? 8, 12, ah. 15. One I've missed uh, since COVID is Evening Standard. Yes. Do you still get that? I haven't seen them. Oh. No, the I used to used to be a man who goes, in his stand. Yeah. In his stand, he got it down. I must have done it a long time, and it's steadily distilled it. To a sort of bird-like cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A sort of waterfowl. Yeah. I, I, I once encountered a sort of operatic guy like that in uh, Oxford Circus. Evening standard. Like it was really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was Is it great. like a go compare man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope not. I hope he didn't have like some bloke who isn't him dressed up who we don't really not interested in who sat next to him and made remarks. <laughs> <laughs> They've really killed the go compare ads. They've turned him into a celeb. I like the concept of them killing them. Like, they prior have. to that, what you think they were? I thought they worthy. were pretty good when he used to just sing. And yeah. now, now. I don't want to go backstage <laughs> with the girl compare, man. Are you suggesting they've sold out, right? <laughs> Whoever thought what the... You know what these adverts need? We need a sort of making of yeah. element. Really? I think when an, a company an av- uh, gets an advert that a- it resonates, they're so astonished that they finally managed to get through to the public that yeah. they just go, right, this until the end of the world. <laughs> we cannot afford to not have this. Well, I wonder if they tried to get rid of him. If they tried to... He tried to leave and and he said, I'll have to be on there on myself is the only way. Yeah. You know, so they consider the real me. <laughs> yeah. Imaginary scenarios that they go compare. <laughs> no, but there was a bit... When they first switched it, he said, like, you know, I am actually a, a really opera singer. And they yeah. showed a picture of him singing at the Albert Hall. I thought that was a contractual yeah. thing. <laughs> I think that you see the same thing with the meerkat. Well, well look, that's a whole other thing. Well, gone, Everyone oh, wants a meerkat. Yeah, but, they, but they were the meerkat now. They've gone, oh, he's got a friend who's a, a, a shark who's from Botswana. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, no, no, what, what they'll have is the meerkat will be with the meerkat, but the meerkat with no costume saying, of course, I actually do hunt and live life in the wild. Meerkat <laughs> yeah. with a cigarette. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I do eat beetles for real. <laughs> you know. Yes, I mean, this is just, you know, an act. I always thing. think it should be played absolutely straight, love. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! You know what? It was it was transfer deadline day yesterday, and yeah. I thought for the first time <laughs> it finally <laughs> struck me. And it took years. I actually they, they announced a transfer, and I actually said out loud, "How much?" Because <laughs> 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 when you stand back from it, there are average players going for like. Fifteen million pounds. It is I the know. part of football I understand the least. What the transfer window? No, the amount of money. Oh, I know. I don't understand how it can possibly be good value. Who's got? Where's it come from? I don't it know. should be A12 taken 15. from them by force and distributed <laughs> to the poor. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Oh, yeah, we're buying that. Oh, he's only thirty-four million pounds. Just stand back from that figure for a second and think what it would do to your community. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, saying there should be a sort of nineteen seventeen Winter Palace moment when I'd, it comes to. Yeah, I think we should just remember what thirty-four million quid actually <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. It's not monopoly though someone's actually doing it I don't know I don't know where it comes from you, you all both have to explain to me well know. I don't well, don't go knocking oh, at our door we've got a Chinese billionaire who um, doesn't have any money apparently oh, oh yeah. I've got a combine harvest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh I saw them listed somewhere I was uh, 
Where was I? I was somewhere uh, like Abingdon, and they were listed on the coming soon. The, the Wurzels. Yeah. Are they from Birmingham? No, oh. they're the most Bristol band oh. that ever existed. Who are? Who are? Oh, sorry, from- I thought he was lost on me. <laughs> they sang about cider and. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, and, did you just and think farm vehicles? Did you just think regional life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the regions. Capital T, capital R. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I had some uh, television issues in uh, Edinburgh because uh, oh. I, I haven't, I didn't see you guys in the last few days, and. Um, yeah, it, I, I had a lovely flat, which I really liked. And then the television, something happened to the television and the Wi-Fi. And the television, I could only get on BBC One. I couldn't change the channel and I couldn't change the volume. <laughs> now, if you have a telly when you can't change the channel or the volume, it, it basically functions as a window. <laughs> <laughs> so if... If there was nothing on BBC One, I turned the telly off. It was like, you know, the the 50s. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't worth calling, you know, the man. Because I only had, like, the last three days. How insane was the volume? Oh, well, that that, that was it. It was a little... At night, I tend to... I'm very, very um, caring for neighbours and things, Mm. especially in a flat. So I would normally go down a bit at night, but that wasn't an option anymore. Oh. But it wasn't like overbearing. Okay. Well, it depends what you're watching. Yes. Certain well, episodes of Question Time, or no? It was um, it was the World Championship Athletics pre-show, <laughs> and then Match of the Day post-show was one of the things, certainly. Okay. Um, but uh, I had. Um, I had a really nice flat, probably my favourite flat I've ever had in Edinburgh, and I had one with a... I once had one with a hot tub on the balcony. (laughs) Um, And we shared one once, Frank. We did. And I did your washing for you. I did, yeah, you did. I couldn't believe that um, Emily washed my actual pants. (laughs) I mean, not by hand, I hasten to add. Not with a big mangle. No, but I I hope you had had some wooden tweezers. You know the wooden tweezers (laughs) people use? I hope you had that. Some tongs. You can imagine using them on your pants and then the next resident using them on the barbie. <laughs> but anyway, it went so that this flat had been been so good. It was the last day. It went a bit... Um, I know I'll have to explain this reference, but it went a bit Devon Lock. <laughs> Devon Lock, I think, was the king's horse that was winning. Um, I don't know if it's the national or the derby. It had like a, about three or four furlongs to go and it jumped an imaginary fence no one ever knew what <laughs> it jumped an imaginary fence and fell oh, right. now I think there'd be an investigation that some dodgy had gone on but it was like a strange ghost event the horse seemed to see a fence that wasn't there oh, oh right mm. and so your flat was a so the, so the flat was having done, uh, been leading the field. <laughs> I mean, something, I didn't tell you about how nice my flat was because I thought Pierre might um, get resentful. Oh, my flat was awful. I know, well, you, kept, you kept telling me how terrible your flat was and I thought, I'm keeping quiet about mine. Let me give you a par exemple. I said to the man... Where do I put where do I put the bin? It's the man. You know, the man who comes round. They're all basically the same bloke, whoever it whatever they're for. That's like remember that story I told you when my friend was on a flight and you had David Beckham saying to his son, Be quiet or the man will to make you go off the plane. Yeah. What man? No, there's always a man. Anyway, yeah. the man came round and I said, Where do I uh, stick the bin bags? I can't see any bins. He said, now you have to walk down um, down the road to the bins. They're yeah. about 50 yards down the road. I said, why? He said, you can't have bins in here. Um, these flats are a UNESCO World Heritage <laughs> Site. <laughs> <laughs> Staying in Stonehenge. <laughs> 
I thought I won't tell Pierre that. Don't tell Pierre it was with the, no, the house where penicillin was discovered. Yeah. To, to be fair, it, my flat was also a, a historical artefact, just uh, <laughs> in terms well, of I, its fixtures. I went to Edinburgh oh, Castle. Oh, you painted some <laughs> I went to Edinburgh Castle and the governor took me up to the walls and said, it's a pretty good view, isn't it? I said, yeah, it is very similar to the view from my flat. <laughs> Daniel Skipsey has been in touch. Daniel Skipsey is leaving tonight on a plane. Well, that might be news to his partner. Yeah. Um, I believe this is one of the most us missives we've ever received. I believe it was the Queen Mother's horse in the 1956 <laughs> Grand National. Oh, was it? Is this a reference to what you uh, were saying earlier, Devon? That, Devon Lock, yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. Fair enough, I'll take that on the chin. Regarding, um, I thought it was the king. So I thought in those days that the, the husband owned all the wife's possessions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, regarding anyway. uh, shouted phrases that we don't hear anymore, we're discussing. Oh yeah, vendors uh, calls, vendors cries. Mm. Uh, two nine two says Frank rephrases not heard anymore. When I was a boy in the sixties and used to stand on a stool at the Arsenal with my dad oh. when they were at Highbury. A man used to walk among the crowd with a big holdall shouting peanuts, tanner a bag. Oh, peanuts. Oh, lovely. A tanner, of course, not a tenner, which is what I initially went, oh, my God, no, I can't be that. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be that much. I was was telling the team, I'm speaking to you now, listener, I was telling the team earlier that um, I had a a driver this week who said to me he'd been away in his, um, what's it called again? Fixed static caravan. Static caravan. Yeah, I love the idea of a static caravan. <laughs> the very opposite of what it was designed <laughs> for. Anyway, and he said, I went away and uh, just me and the dog. He said, and it was lovely weather. He said, you know, one thing I didn't see all week. And I said, what? What was that? With some trepidation. And he said, a cloud. <laughs> and I just, it ne- even in isolation like that, it never really occurred to me that that was the pronunciation. Yeah. A clad. I thought, how many A's are there in that? <laughs> it really it's is. It's like clanad. <laughs> it really is Cockney Week. It really is. Yeah. I told you it would be Cockney Week. Yeah. And you didn't believe me, Mr. Holmes. <laughs> Frank, the barefoot blogger has also been in touch. Oh, it's a barefoot blogger. It's a, the, it, the, the barefoot blogger should take the tune Barefoot Ballad from the Elvis Presley soundtrack album uh, Kissing Cousins and... it's uh, a bit mod- problematic. <laughs> and modify it. <laughs> yeah. might need to... My, my advice is that the barefoot blogger should have a tetanus shot. Yeah, maybe you're right. Well, I've got some other advice. It's so hot in this room. I honestly think like we should be sitting with some mafiosi leaders in towels around them. Phew. (laughs) It ain't half hot, Martin. God, it really is. Cancelled. Meet the gang, cos the boys are here. It's quite problematic, Boys to entertain this. I'm I'm, I'm checking it slightly ahead. My brain's going slightly ahead before each lyric. (laughs) (laughs) Music and laughter to help you on your way. Raise the rafters with a hey, hey, hey. So far, so good. Yeah. Carry on. Um, that's how you get into trouble. As soon yeah. as you think, so far, so good. Uh, barefoot blogger, Vendor shouts... Uh, no, the, my emphasis was wrong there. Vendor shouts, the newspaper guy in Liverpool... Do you know what they would say? No. Echo... Echo? Do you yeah. familiar with that one? Are they, the did they say echo, echo? echo. Yeah, to which we would retort, it will if you shout. But did they say <laughs> echo, echo? No, I no, did it twice. Oh, I was hoping that they did flavor. their own echo. Yeah, they should have. <laughs> oh, you made them sound wittier than they actually <laughs> were. <laughs> uh, never mind. Um, oh, the, the fez is in position. Oh, my God goodness everything's gone so wrong I'm so hot I can't think <laughs> why don't they come <laughs> sorry that's that bit when they're, when they're in a fort in the desert <laughs> waiting for reinforcements <laughs> that's how hot it is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio when I came back from um, Edinburgh I was on the uh, train and I was I'll be honest with you I'm going to up front here I was okay. in first class uh huh and uh, it had been a long month. 
and there were some uh, people who'd obviously been to the festival. One man was discussing um, plays he'd seen very loudly. Um, very much as if he was uh, a critic and used terms like uh, fabulous lyrical rhythm to her voice. And, you know, the West Coast accent with poetry works. And it, which I thought, you know, fair enough. So, I mean, I hear myself saying stuff like this, but just because it's in a different accent doesn't make it all right. <laughs> um, and then there's a phrase he used twice about this play, and he said, for me, um, there was too much... Um, let me get this right. Uh, he said it was... Uh, Emotionally incontinent. Oh. And he used that a couple of times, and I thought it's quite good that, but not about a play, but, but you know people who are emotionally incontinent. Yes, mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. So, um, Especially in the arts. Yeah, well, any, anywhere. Yeah. Get them anywhere. I mean, you could be, you know, it could be some uh, thick necked man with no socks on. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Was this man very, very posh? I don't know if he sounded quite... It just, you know, I don't want to be one of those people who... Uh, I my least favourite word in the English language is pretentious because oh. it's it's used by stupid people to make <laughs> bright people shut up. <laughs> um, but, but this man sounded quite cravatted. Yeah, yeah, he was... Yeah. Uh, I think he was a bloke. He obviously did know about theatre, sure. but, but, man, he was... Uh, he was. I did think I was picking up... Um, Radio Four on my <laughs> on my phone accidentally. Yes, yeah. My my one encounter with you, you, it's quite fun when people who like this guy who's very posh and he's speaking like you would want him to about the fringe. It all mm. lines up, you know. It's quite pleasing. The encounter I had during the fringe, where someone really lined up with what you'd expect, is when I gave a, a middle-aged German couple directions to the castle. Said it was quite fun, first of all, to have someone with a thick German accent say, There yes. is the castle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah. that was good. <laughs> Take me to the castle. And then, where is the tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> After I gave him directions to the castle, I said, Oh, you're German, and had a little chat. And I said, You're here with the show? And I said, Yeah, yeah. And he said, oh, Okay. And I said, So it's just there, up the you know, left and up the hill and whatever. And as the man turned to leave, he went, OK, have fun. <laughs> as a goodbye. OK, yeah. have fun. But he said this with fully looking away from me, already leaving. I hope I he quite didn't like say, it, OK, though. have fun. OK, mm. have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Pierre, lo yeah. Pierre loves the German, though. We were walking oh, through Edinburgh and we yeah. passed the Verst booth mm. where they sell, um, you know, various sausage-based foods. Yes. And... Uh, the best stall, in my opinion. Yeah, and he says, uh, are, you, are you actually German? And they said, yes. And, then, and he was in there. Yeah. Was he? He yeah. loves the Germans. Did you see Harry Kane in his... Uh, his, new, his new guys. Oh, did you see those, Frank? What was what's his new... Oh, not Lederhosen. Uh, yes, they put him in the Lederhosen. <laughs> no, they yes, didn't. They did. Did he know, or was he sleeping on the beach and it was done by mischievous <laughs> boys? Harald Kahner. Really? They looked a bit grubby, mm. the Lederhosen. Well, he probably played in them, <laughs> <laughs> not realising. Oh, God, he, I bet he didn't scotch guard before. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Me and my uh, partner, Kath, and our son, Boz, and our dog mm. went on a walking holiday this week. Got back from Edinburgh, I thought I'm going to walk. And um, we were on the train to Oxford where we began our um, ramble. And we stopped at Reading. And uh, you know when you stop, you're watching people on the platform. I said, I know that bloke. Look at that bloke. That's a celebrity bloke. <laughs> And they're going, well, I said, that bloke's a celebrity bloke. And Boss took a quick photograph <laughs> of him. Oh. And uh, I said, he's a definite on the... T I've seen him on the one show. What, who is... What's he called? He does, like, um, you know, you know those people who talk about... And then I just couldn't get anything. Anyway, we went on a big search, people who've done the one show... And um, we, I start. I said, uh, yeah, he does those like um, people being ripped off. He does like unscrupulous retailers. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we 
which I don't think exists. <laughs> sort of Edwardian reality show. I know yeah. exactly who you mean. He's the retailer's equivalent of the uh, a sort of Greg Wallace type. Yes, he um, he's got the the most modest stage name of all time. He's called Matt All Right. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we, when we found it out, honestly, people on the train must have thought, why is that family punching the air and shouting, Matt, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we were so excited to have got it. Um, I like yeah. unscrupulous retailers, though. <laughs> yeah. it, it would be good to translate more names of reality shows into Yeah, well, I, was thinking about, I was thinking about that, like dodgy pharmacists <laughs> in um, Diaza Scam. <laughs> I like the unscrupulous retailers, the voice they always adopt, which is the same when they're presenting the report. So we asked them for a comment. Yeah, <laughs> obviously a bit more, a bit more yeah. uh, outrage. There's Go a on. little hint of how outrage in their voices. I mean, yeah. you know, um, it, it, they're, obviously they're good shows because they um, track down um, people who've been a bit naughty. <laughs> There's a strange you know PR saying? disclaimer you're mm-hmm. giving it. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Obviously, they're good shows. But man, I don't know if Matt Allwright's name has ever been shouted in unison on public transport before like oh, that. Oh, well, that's his business. But it was, a spe- it was a special moment. You know when you get, you actually get them. Oh, it's... Oh, man, that was great. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow us on X and Instagram. <laughs> Will I ever get over it? <laughs> At Frank on the radio. <laughs> Email. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> Email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. This is like when uh, those ex- Victorian explorers found hieroglyphics for the first time and tried to work out <laughs> what they meant. Oh, Mr. Holmes. Frank- oh, I had a good, I had a very good quote on the the news this morning, Go on. which I thought I'll make a note of that and share it with all our readers. They interviewed uh, an American, a former American soldier who had been one of the people who'd guarded Saddam Hussein. Mm. And he said, uh, well, the thing is with um, Saddam Hussein is he was a real people person. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I've never heard that said of him before. Even I think the phrase died with him. I haven't heard the, the phrase applied to anyone. A real people person. Would you, so you're saying he was the last great people person? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did he have that on his CV as his skills? Oh, great with people. They should never have hit his um, statue with a flip-flop if he was a great people person, surely. Oh, exactly. Do you think that was the hardest part for Saddam Hussein about hiding in that spider hole? Just no one to chat to. Oh, no. It must that be terrible if you're gregarious. <laughs> you got lonely. There's, you got so lonely. There's nothing worse than a gregarious hideaway. I mean, you're being torn torn apart. I think um, by your yearnings. I think I went to university with someone called Gregarious Hideaway. <laughs> yes, I knew an American Gregarious Hideaway the third. <laughs> Senator Hideaway. <laughs> uh, That's one of your popes, anyway. <laughs> oh, listen, yeah. listen, speaking of hiding away, I, I uh, checked into a hotel uh, this week with my family. Have you ever done this before? It's a hotel. There is no receptionist. Uh-huh. What do um, you mean? There's no receptionist. There's just forms. And you fill in forms, and there's like a, a, a metal post box, and you put the forms in there. And you've, it tells you what room you're... You've been told in advance what your room number is. And you go to your room and the key's inside. The door's open and the key's inside. It's oh, like John yeah. Le novel. It's like... Uh, do you Ho- know the, the event? Kafka. It's, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Uh, it, do you, know, do you ever watch any of the old TV series, The Avengers, and Steed and Emma Peel would arrive at a village where everyone had disappeared? It was like that. Oh, it was the strangest where was this establishment. Well, I don't. Th- I don't think I should name no, it. No, but roughly the area of the world. It was. Um, Is this in the UK? Oh, it was on the Thames. Oh, okay, okay. We did the Thames Path. 
Yes, you like the Thames path. Well, it's flat, you see, because the rivers, them don't go uphill. (laughs) And um, they probably do, Pierre's about to tell me. Uh, And then the next place we went to, I got... What do you think about this? I got into the shower at the next place and there was half a half-used tablet of soap Mm. in there. And I thought, can you... You can't catch anything off soap, can you? Because soap is... It's clean. It's, a, it's the epitome of clean. Can you get dirty soap? Oh, this is very philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're leaning much more towards this This now, week on they? Philosophy Today, can you get dirty soap? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, Frank. In theory, you should be absolutely comfortable with that. Would I be? Absolutely not. It was um, it was clean shaven. If that's what you're wondering, <laughs> the soap. Yeah, good, good. How worn down was it? Yeah, I'd say it had been through about half of its. Uh, oh, oh, that's quite its worn gross. down. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Soft- I like Roald Town. He was a very good writer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, although... What he wasn't, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, was it also... I don't like him much, if I'm going to be honest. Oh. That's strange interlude. <laughs> um, Frank, well, had the soap reached the stage, which, FYI, is my worst stage, when it starts almost separating? I don't oh, like... Oh, I don't like... No, not oh. when you get that wood grain <laughs> in there. I tell you, I, there is, I don't know what the exact dimensions are, but I, I, I favour soap, generally, over the other um, cleaning rivals, like shower gel and stuff. <laughs> But you get to a smallness of the soap thing where I think, oh, I can't use this one anymore in the shower. This is going to have to go on the side of the sink for hand washing. It's mm. too small for this kind of work. <laughs> but I'd love to know the exact size of that. I know it instinctively, but I'd love to put a, a millimetre on it. It's when it gets to the sort of communion wafer stage. Yes. It, it will be going straight in the bin, I'm afraid. Well, it's not an analogy I'm totally at ease with. <laughs> but yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Walk away, Linda says, from the used soap. Oh. The goo caused by water plus old skin cells provide lovely environment for microbacteria to grow. Um, Also a food source for some pathogens. I don't know what that means. Viruses. Oh, okay. Oh, Linda. That's great I mean, I didn't know it was going to get so heavy. I thought things have changed since the old cuffs and bow tie (laughs) days. Yeah, that is... um, (laughs) That's full on, I must say. Yeah. I, but I'm glad because what I actually did was um, I, I chucked it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I think that's the correct course of action, surely. Yeah, but I didn't know there'd be pathogens. and well, I mean, one could argue that is too dark for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> too dark for breakfast. <laughs> so, um, oh, Linda, what an honour. <laughs> Not many get that. Uh, regarding soap, Simon of Sudbury has got in touch and says, Hi, Frank, Emily and Pierre. When it gets to communion wafer stage, my thrifty missus... Sorry, Frank. ...always attempts to stick it to the new pristine bar. Oh, I've tried that. Have you? Soap surgery. Yes, it's like that time that the space shuttle toured <laughs> Europe on the back of a Boeing 707. <laughs> it never looks a home there at all. No. There used to be a sort of a, I, I suppose you'd call it, um, it was a bit like a gibbet for soap. <laughs> I, don't, I do not like the sound of that. Yeah, and you'd put it in a cage, in a, in a cage that was too too small for it. Yeah. Like my, my, my brother had an owl in a bodgerigar cage, and I even as a child I knew it was cruel. Your brother had an owl? <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Never mind soap. So, sorry, can we just... <laughs> just know this. You're... Oh, Terry. Uh, Terry was a, a very, very uh, obsessed with ornithological matters. Oh, so it wasn't for a sort of Athena-themed Halloween costume? No, no. Was it it? Was... That was not a euphemism for he liked the birds or something. <laughs> no, no. He liked actual birds. So and, uh, he had an app pet owl? Yeah, but he... Uh, 
you know, he, 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 he would capture wild birds and keep them in the house for a period of time. I remember he used, to, he used to wash a, a jackdaw, he used to, <laughs> used to bath... In like a in a in a plastic washing up bowl on the hearth, <laughs> the water would be flying. I don't know if you've ever bathed a jackdaw, but it, it re- they really splash about. Did he give them names? What was the owl called? Oh, I don't remember if yeah. he gave them names. The owl. But the owl was on. He put it on top of our. Me and Keith um, and him was in a bed. We shared a bedroom, the three boys, and um, Terry put it on. Put the cage on top of the wardrobe. With and the other, owl in it. So other owls would come. He hadn't really allowed for the fact that owls are nocturnal. <laughs> so the owls outside on the tree calling, and this thing would be screeching in the night. Me and Keith would be absolutely terrified. <laughs> Uh, we had a thing called a meat safe. This is our Terry, by the way. Mm. Um, well, no, I mean, my mum and dad had a meat safe. If you didn't have a fridge in those days, there was like a metal um, box, like a safe, but it had holes, little holes in. Sounds not at all sinister. And you'd put your meat in there to keep mm. it cool and keep the, the flies were, couldn't get through the little holes. Yeah. Um, what happened to the meat safe? Anyway, um, <laughs> he kept a rat in there in our bedroom. If my mum, my mum was frightened of mice. If she'd known there was a rat in there, honestly, mm. it would have been a major explosion. So hang on, did the rat uh, peacefully coexist with the owl? Well, they, what did the jackdaw have to say about all uh, of this? Well, I don't know if he had them all sim- simultaneously. He was like a sort of early. Black Country Attenborough. There was like a sort of line from CSI Farthing Wood. <laughs> Did they get on? What did the Jaguar have to say about this? <laughs> was he, I see him as what was sort of Doctor Doolittle. I think there he was a to thing. the animals. I Shut up, owl. Terry suggested, I think, that the Jackdaw could speak, could be taught to speak. Do they speak, Pierre? I think they're one of the smart ones. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like the idea of all the owls outside at night going. <laughs> Alan! Alan! <laughs> He's in here! We can get you out of there! <laughs> they were breaking, they were springing him from yeah. the moor. Yeah. As I heard Frankie Fraser say, see, I dropped his uh, moniker because I didn't know if it was appropriate. Yes, I don't know if he can still say that. No, no, just call Although, him. Although, there is still a, a, a political party called the Monster Raven Looney Party. When's someone <laughs> going to mention that? That's true, they should be renamed to the, what, the sort of men- mental health party. Yeah. It doesn't have quite the same thing. The eccentric mental health party. Anyway. Go on. We was in our, um, and our on the walking holiday, we was in our hotel room in the night. Mm. And uh, Boz has got very interested in cards now. He's in playing cards? Yeah. So he taught us a game. I don't know the name of it before you ask. And... Um, <laughs> It was Kat's deal, her first deal of the uh, of the session, and um, I said uh, you're dealing the wrong way. She went absolutely <laughs> ballistic. I mean, absolutely, and ended up storming off to bed, and that was the end of the game. And then Boz gave gave me a talking to about you know you two Did need you? to. Uh, you know, oh. if I acted like that, you'd tell me off and all this. I said, but I don't think I did anything. He said, well, you really upset mommy, you know. And I said, well, what did I do? I just said she was dealing the wrong way. <laughs> so the next day, Cad said to me, right, we need to talk this out. <laughs> and I said, uh, well, look, I, I said, look, I'm all for, you know, I'm all for saying this was partly my fault and all that stuff, I said. But all I said was that you were dealing the wrong way. She said, exactly. You didn't say, you know, what was wrong with it or what I was doing that was so terrible or blah. And I said, no, I meant you were dealing the wrong way. You know, it's supposed to go clockwise. She said, oh. (laughs) And she thought it was a sort of... (laughs) thoroughgoing <laughs> condemnation of her oh. entire dealing 
ethos. So you thought she thought you were sitting there going sloppy technique. So the whole, the ideas behind it, you know, the abstract thought of dealing. You hold the pack at a thirty degree angle, <laughs> and it was all shot her down and without yes, details. I and it it's, was just uh, clockwise and anti-clockwise. But it was a lovely it? end to an argument because it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. And I thought if only they all ended like that, that'd be lovely. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Guess what I did yesterday? You can't. <laughs> it involved Don't King's, call me that. King's Cross <laughs> Station. Yeah, what happened? Come on, well. Yeah. Um, what's that famous for? Molly knows. Molly's the assistant today. Is it something that will... Just shout it out, Molly. It was the regular annual Hogwarts back to school day. Yeah, it was back to Hogwarts day. What? So Harry Potter fans, and I spoke to people who'd travelled from certainly all over the country. There might have been people who'd come further than that. Mm. Oh, yeah. And uh, you you, you all pile into um, King's Cross, standing around... uh, um, platform nine and three quarters, mm. yeah. And there were some people there from the Cursed Child, you know, the uh, the play in the West End. Um, I met the I met the Ron from it called uh, Tom Aldridge. The Ron. The Ron. The, Ron. <laughs> um, the wrestler. Uh, yeah. Tom Aldridge, who I, I was delighted to see, is um, is a ginger. Ah. Uh. Uh, they don't go ginger face no. in that play. And, um, oh, I tell you, it was... Um, well, what is it then, sorry? It's a party at a station. Well, what happens <laughs> on September the 1st... It is a party at a station, okay. yeah. You've really filleted the idea there. <laughs> yeah. Not remotely, intentionally. Um, Come on, fan. I want to know about the station party. Well, the, the crux of it, when it first started, it was a bunch of Harry Potter fans getting together. Mm. And I don't think I can honestly call myself Harry. I like Harry Potter, but I'm not like, but my son is absolutely mad about it. So I went along with him. Um, it is very fine. I like anything to do with Jack, your brother-in-law. Well, yeah. And he, his association made me like it. Yes, he wrote he wrote the stage play, mm. my, my brother-in-law. But anyway, they... Um, yeah, there was a bit when there was the, uh, there was four girls saying, "Oh man, I love the Cursed Charles. It's absolutely brilliant." And I said, "You see that tall bloke over there? He wrote it." Yeah. And they sort of pounced on him. They go, "Ah!" <laughs> they really did go. Oh. But the main, what used to be, a bunch of fans got together because at eleven o'clock on September the first is when Harry Potter gets on the train to um, Hogwarts. Okay. Well, to Hogsmeade. And does he have an owl like our Terry? He oh, gets yeah, an owl. Of course. He does, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> even <laughs> made the association. Yeah. Well, those are the only and two Ron, people I what, know with what, owls. What has your Terry been keeping from you all these years? <laughs> and Ron has a rat <laughs> as well. Are you the only muggle from all <laughs> yeah, I have no one told me. <laughs> family of wizards. He had a tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> and my dad had his special salt spell when he threw a handful of salt from his pocket into uh, anyone who challenged him in the street. (laughs) The eyes off. So you're comfortable with the whole Hogwarts vibe. But what happens is at 11 o'clock, it's actually on the... You know the board you get at King's Cross? So it goes up 11 o'clock, Hogsmeade. And and a voice says the... uh, Hogwarts Express is leaving from platform nine and three quarter and all that and then there's an enormous everyone holds their wands in the air and then um, there's a massive a massive cheer say that. A it's of, a nice Harry Potter thing. You're making it awful. There no, it was a um, bunch of guys from the RMT shouting scab at the uh, <laughs> wizarding train stuff. So hang on, <laughs> is there not a train? <laughs> I think it was a strike day as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. should we have even been there? <laughs> Does oh. the train not exist then? No, well, that's a long story, but it certainly wasn't at platform nine and three quarters. Oh, they never no. are. Well, there is a, a platform yeah. or a train. Oh. It's a bit like the receptionist <laughs> at that place I went to. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the main. Frank Skinner.
Oh, I met Michelle Gale. She was there as well. She's in uh, she's in the, the play at the moment. Who does she oh, play? She, she's Hermione. Ah. Me and Michelle Gale was once on a table at the Brits with Lennox Lewis, the boxer. Mm. And a man came over, a security man, and said, um, Miss Campbell has arrived with her guests, being Naomi Campbell. And um, she needs you to move so she can sit at this table. And I remember saying, this is the heavyweight champion of the world. Absolutely (laughs) outraged. And Michelle said, I'm not. I said, no, not you, him. No, I didn't. That didn't happen. Um, and um, what happened? I said, he said, well, look, that's the message from Miss Campbell. I said, would you like to take a message from me to Miss Campbell? And he said, no, I don't think I would. Anyway, he went and told her we wouldn't move and she left. Oh. I know. It's Bizarre. a shock. I think the beautiful get their own way enough. You in this have, world. Yes, you should I'm, have offered her some diamonds of uncertain provenance. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how she operates? I don't, that's, oh, that's, yes. that's the most South African thing <laughs> that's ever been said on commercial radio. <laughs> She's quite a fan of them. Uh, oh, is she? Oh, yes, there was a court case. Oh, I mean, I was gripped. Anyway, you can't <laughs> move Michelle Gale... Um, no Lennox Lewis and dare I say <laughs> Frank Skinner we had a lovely moment by the way me and Pierre was walking through um, I think it was George Square mm. and there was guys giving out leaflets and one says come and see a fringe legend I said I am a fringe legend <laughs> <laughs> I said I've got a mirror at home <laughs> but I could tell they, they were banking that weren't they that'll yeah. be retold yeah God bless with my blessings. <laughs> How very magnanimous. Thanks, he was good on Mastermind. So, um, I am... Um, the Mastercraft. This is, this is what happened, anyway. Yeah. They announced the uh, uh, 11 o'clock um, Oh, this train is at the, the train party. Yeah, and there was a massive cheer. Wands were waved. And then I went off to the toilet... And I got hopelessly lost. I was missing for 15 minutes. Now, for those those people listening at home who don't quite know the layout of King's Cross, I can vouch for the fact that the bit where they've sort of superglued a half a trolley into the wall, that is platform nine and three quarters, is... A direct line of sight from the entrance to the loo. No, no, but I couldn't go to those ones. It was full of wizards, and they took ages. <laughs> you know, whizzing wizards. Is that what they call? So <laughs> <laughs> you know about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> full of warlocks. <laughs> so I had to go to the one in the. Um, international station, whatever it's called. International toilet. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I was missing for 15 minutes. My family were phoning me. I was describing things and they were saying, I've never seen that. I don't know where that is. You were saying, I'm near a boulangerie. (laughs) It's Bienvenue au Bruxelles. I've just seen a gendarme. <laughs> In case you're new to the show, I get lost a lot. Don't worry, it's not my age. I've, I've been lost, getting lost since I was a it child. It is getting worse, though. <laughs> but honestly, 15 minutes describing. <laughs> I can see a cat. I'm saying a big sign saying Camden Council, and cat saying, I don't know that. <laughs> I said, well, I don't know. I've got to tell you, though, before you. <laughs> but um, they would, when, I, when I returned... Did she say to you, if I'd have heard, I said, you're dealing the wrong way. <laughs> Boss said to me, it was fine. Me and Elliot had just been going up and down the escalators having fun. Mm. 15 yeah. minutes, Frank. I know, I know, it was distressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being Martin Guerre. Do you remember that? When he goes missing from the village and then comes back, is it the same bloke? <laughs> we'll never know. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow us on X and Instagram <laughs> at Frank on the radio. Email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I think on X now, didn't I read today, you've got to give your blood types and <laughs> Have stuff. You? Yeah. A big close-up photo of your eye. Favourite colour. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So it's all, uh, I'm glad I'm not on it. 
that passed me by. So, <laughs> you know, there was 5,000 people at King's Cross for Back to Hogwarts. Oh, still at the train the station party. I can't believe that it was that many. Okay, four. Four thousand five. That's better. That's better. Four four thousand four hundred. But does that not genuine? Sorry, I was going to say, Pierre. What happens to the? Let's say I was attempting to genuinely. Yes, that was my question. Travel somewhere. I think it was a strike day, wasn't it? So isn't it nice how things turn out? (laughs) 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 Now there was. I heard people in high vis jackets saying you've got to have a gangway. Yeah. Oh. Um, Yeah. I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) Yes. Um, oh, I tell you, I got a my um, my son got a goodie bag <gasps> and a lovely Harry Potter goodie bag. What oh, was in it? Um, Sweets and things. Um, there was some um, butter beer. Sure. Oh, that's good. Have you tried it? It's a sort of in- intense milkshake, isn't it? Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> um, it um, no, it's like a butter fizzy butterscotch. That's what I, I would describe oh. it. Anyway, oh, it's like when a smoothie's been in the fridge for too long. <laughs> there was a. Um, <laughs> you know when it gets a bit fizzy. Yeah, I, see, I quite like fruit juice when it gets a bit. Well, you fizzy. say that we were somewhere fairly recently, Frank, in and Edinburgh. Yes, you, Frank. He, he called it, didn't you? You said, excuse me, my smoothie is a bit fizzy. Yeah, and the boss of the place said, yeah, the fridge has been a bit dodgy just lately. I thought, OK, yeah. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> um, so um, the, there was a key ring representing the house um, Ravenclaw, oh, yeah. which I, by a series of three different tests, have been allotted in the Harry Potter houses. And can I establish, being sl- somewhat ignorant of these houses, is that a bad one, Raven? No. No. In fact, the ring, here they have the slogan here on the key ring. What was that strange noise? Mm. Oh, we'll never know. Massive explosion <laughs> ensues. <laughs> it says, um, wit, learning, wisdom. Oh. Come on! That's, it's the oh, nerd. The it's weird the nerd sense one. of pride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, What's the bad one that no, no one wants? No, but that's Slytherin. good, isn't it? I, I mean, was in Slytherin. I, that's the one I got. Me too. Oh. I We're know, wit, learning, wisdom. I'm not saying it's the keyring I've been waiting my whole life for, but it is. <laughs> okay. What's, a, what's the Slytherin motto? We are evil. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, what's your living the dream keyring? Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> God. <laughs> What about really? how many times? How many times? Man of your caliber. How many? I'm going to give a supplementary question. Have you ever been complimented oh. on a keyring? <laughs> <laughs> and we I don't count. Actually. We don't count luxury car. What about how many times have you really hurt that sensitive bit of skin under your fingernail when you've been when you've been trying to open the rings metallic coils to fit another key? Oh, <laughs> they don't think that through, do they? They don't think it through. What do they think through nowadays? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that, everyone. But it's like issue with a microphone. <laughs> I remember when one of my elderly, wealthy aunts died, my grandfather, I always remember this as a child, he looked at me and went, lions over a piece of meat, dear. I know. That's what it is like. I thought, oh, little insight into humanity there. Absolute radio. (laughs) Yes, it's... uh, So, um, and and then um, the Radish Soap Company, who occasionally send me fabulously scented soap. Are you doing a collab? Uh, They send you you scents. They send me soap. Frank Frank Incense. It's got names. They do comedy names, like like the show. I'm going to have a look. Let's see what we got. Let's get... What are they referencing? I'm going to get a tablet out here. So, for example... um, um, I can't read that one. Flying flying Ant Soap. Oh, yeah? Which you really hope. And it says Soap for Believers underneath. Thanks, turned into some sort of influencer. Yeah. So, hey guys, I just I'm unboxing, do, doing an unboxing for you guys. I just want to do me, uh, me thank yous. <laughs> I know. I, and someone sent me, um, actually it'll be the publishers, sent me Tie Fights by Don Patterson. Don Patterson is a brilliant poet who mm. um, has written an autobiography, which I'm told is brilliant. But I still didn't want to pay for it. Mm. And there we are. Is the poetry podcast. He waits. Wee! 
Poultry podcast. <laughs> when I was at the uh, Hogwarts, back to Hogwarts, a guy went past and pointed at his phone. He was actually listening oh. to it as he went past. Does that make you very happy? I imagine yes, it would. Yes, it did make yeah. me very happy. Oh. What with that and my Ravenclaw key ring, it was quite a day. <laughs> Not to mention <laughs> the, the wizards in the toilet. Yes, <laughs> oh, God, and um, all the um, Ron and Amani's. Mm-hmm. There was some great cos, uh, cosplay. Oh, were there? I love a bit of cosplay. Yes, I do. I always dream when I go to Comic-Con I will cosplay. But, you know, when you're an old man, <laughs> you can only be Pa Kent, who adopted Superboy. <laughs> That's all I've got left. <laughs> oh, is that Marlon Pa Kent's sort of Midwest farmer outfit. Oh, it's not Marlon spectacle. Brando. You could go as Marlon no. Brando from Superman. He's lovely, the sort of dress from the future. Silver cape, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, maybe I could go and talk to that And the lovely Brando. white hair. Do you remember that? Good luck, Jarrell. <laughs> And uh, look, look, take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. It was one of the most famous. He got a million dollars for seven oh, lines man, or something. Oh, man, they really went on about how much money. What's the most famous salaries? <laughs> I think Marlon oh, in the Superman was up, is in the top five. 8, 12, it? 15. People <laughs> who've had most talk about their salaries. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill got, like, a sort of equity Who? minimum. Oh, you know him, Fang. You I know don't him. Know. Who's from, Jonah Hill? From uh, 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 Wolf of Wall Street and Superbad and... I haven't seen He's a short, about. rotund man with okay. curly hair. Yeah, does you lots will of know. If you can still last time, if you can still say that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can still say it, because I think he might have lost a lot of weight. But anyway, oh, I yeah, he's he, been, yeah. he was so keen to work with DiCaprio on... It might have been Wolf of Wall Street, I'm not sure, that he accepted the sort of union minimum for the part, even oh. though he was an A-list celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Very sometimes, little. They do, sometimes they do. <laughs> Who was it? Oh, someone told me, can this be true? My son told me that Tom Holland, when he first played Spider-Man, got 10 grand for that movie. Did he? he but yeah. I hope he got some percentages on the on the back end. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell in that outfit. <laughs> oh, my God, Frank. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, Frank, may I briefly share this with you from Ultra Magnus, one of our regulars. Morning, Magnus. I lost my wedding ring, and while waiting for a replacement, I slipped a keyring coil on its place. Oh. Old Mar Magnus was none the wiser. Really? Mm. Until the day before the new one arrived. Oh, dear. I don't know what happened. I hope they resolved it. I am reminded (laughs) of the time. People at after dinner speakers. Yes. I saw um, Betty Boothroyd do an after dinner, and she said, "I'm reminded of the time." And I thought, "You're not reminded. It's on your notes. <laughs> That's I, what's reminding you." Anyway, Magnus um, would like to add. Oh, sorry, oh, Frank. No, no. Let Magnus add first. Let Magnus. Add. Uh, Magnus. Also That's a, my Latin motto. I was going to say. Let Magnus add. add. That's your Hogwarts. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger talking of you know famous salaries or infamous salaries was paid 21,428 per word in Terminator 2. Mm, I didn't know that. No, it doesn't this speak was well. up from 4,400 per word in the Terminator. I don't know if that was a headline salary. No. Not an hour. Well, sounds like a nice one for you. I, what, what was my most embarrassing moment with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I mean, there are so many to choose from. When he asked you to to spot for him. He offered me a low five, which I'd never seen before. So I did a very stooped sideways (gasps) handshake. Oh, no, Frank. How embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. What are you doing down there? It was kind of... It was like, oh, that's unusual. He said that a lot. (laughs) I found him... As a surprisingly attractive mm. when I met... Did you? No. Oh, OK. I said, he said, it's hot in here, and about three people appeared with tissues and started mopping his face, and he talked as if he hadn't even noticed it was happening. Oh, like a pit gosh. stop. Like a people f- were all over him, dabbing. Like a I fair. don't mean dabbing, yeah. I said. They weren't doing that. <laughs> Like a pharaoh. It's the sort of thing that happens we'll to We'll do pharaoh. it. Um, no way you're dabbing. It won't help at all. Yes. Yes. 
Um, Frank, I need to discuss something with, with you this morning. Not on air. <laughs> no, I told I you really... I'd never call me at the office. <laughs> <laughs> this is most pressing. Okay. Because. There is a feudal title up for grabs, which oh, I think yes. mm. may be of serious interest to someone in this studio. You bet your sweet bippy. <laughs> Especially now that you are a titled man. Well, yeah. Mm. Entitled, I think you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not remotely entitled, may I say. But well. this is going up for auction in Birmingham next month, and it is, Pierre... I think it's this month. Oh, actually. is it this yeah. month? The Don't... Lordship of the Manor of West Bromwich. I mean, oh, come on. Frank. Come How much on. is it? It's 20, 20 big ones. But, yeah, but those holding prices or whatever they call them, yeah. they ne- there's often nothing like that. It says 20 grand, doesn't it? This is the reserve, yeah. Which is obviously loot. Does it, is it hereditary? What Ooh, do you mean? I think it is. I mean, oh, well, would you be would able to Buzz, pass would it on Buzz to Buzz? be Lord of West yeah. Bromwich as well? What I like is that the article phrases it in a, in a way that I have to read in an American accent, which is one of the oldest genuine English nobility <laughs> titles. <laughs> genuine! <laughs> doesn't sound remotely snide or yeah, suspicious. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, though, I am slightly tempted by it. One thing... Um, Lord of the Manor, Frank. Yeah, mm. you, it says you get some fishing and mining rights. Yeah. And you get waste rights as well. You yes. get rights to people's waste. You can claim the waste yeah, of I the I don't land. want people's waste <laughs> in West Bromwich. Um, <laughs> That's rather regionalist. No, it's all right, though. If you, it's all right if you're local. <laughs> so can I just... say, by the way, I had a lovely letter from John Fish who is, um, is, works for the ABBA Voyage oh. people and was very pleased that we enjoyed it so much. Me and my family have become a complete Voyage family. Kat's been twice and he's planning to go again. Who's she? I might have to go to... The, is it? You recommend this, don't you? Yeah, well, I'm not even, like, you know, one of those ABBA people. They were uh, the evil empire when I was growing up listening to heavy metal bands. But it is, yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Do you think um, for reluctant visitors they could offer a service where you yourself are hologrammed in with your <laughs> family or partner if you don't want to go? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they I could turn and look and see you there as if you were really there. And expensive. It. I'm not putting on an Andy Circus suit. It'd be easier <laughs> to just go. No, it is... Um, I'm like okay, I said, when that bit where they say, um, thank, thank you for the joy we're bringing, and you look around and you oh. think, they actually do bring joy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like... When I was at PS gig, I thought the same thing. Though they don't look my hologram. When I was at my like gig, Benny. I looked around and thought, joy is a bit of an <laughs> understatement. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lord of West Bromwich, I quite fancy, you know, my birth certificate says um, born in the town of West Bromwich, in the district of West Bromwich, in the borough of West Bromwich. <laughs> it, it honestly says that. It's stamped West Gosh. Bromwich three times. I was born to be the Lord. Yeah. Oh. It would mean as well. I was born that to be the Lord. If you, if you went to West Brom and came into, say, uh, uh, any room particularly, and they went, oh, here he is, Lord of the Manor, they'd be correct. Yeah. Yeah. No but more it's sarcasm. Also, it's an Anglo Saxon title. So yeah. And you'll remember. That. For me, a combo of Anglo Saxon and West Brom, it, it's. it's Honestly, so far up my... It's like when Cowboys and Aliens came out. I couldn't believe... I couldn't believe my luck. I've got to be honest, when I was reading about this, there was a moment, Pierre, where it got to the bit in the article and it said, uh, famous citizens who might be tempted include... And then there was a colon. And I felt stiff with stress when I got to that colon. Mm. My colon is stiff. With oh, stress. here we go. Say, here we go. So who's going to hit that ball? <laughs> there I mean, it goes. <laughs> I knew. Um, but, Anna, because I thought, you know what I thought? I thought, oh, please let it be Frank. Please let Frank be first. Mm. And do you know what? To my utter joy, it said, include Frank Skinner. Yes. Followed well, I, by I mean, like I say, I was actually born there. Robert Plant. Robert Plant, I think he's Wolverhampton. He can't. Cat Dealey. I don't know where Cat Dealey's from. And Denise Lewis. 
Maybe. Maybe. I think she's Birmingham. I could be wrong. Didn't the... mention Adrian Childs. No. Now the mighty have fallen. <laughs> These are the pretenders to your throne. <laughs> saying Adrian Childs is a Bonnie Prince Childs. He's sort of across the sea. I was with Adrian in Edinburgh and a bloke said, uh, Golden Age of ITV football. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That's quite a thing to have shouted at you from it across is, No a, one's ever shouted that at me. Across a square. Golden um, age of... Is that the follow-up to the golden age of Elizabeth? Yes. Um, and finally, Frank, you'd have a right to all that waste. I know. Well, I... You know, when you say that, though, mm. I um, once went to... A, have you ever been to a council tip? Yes. On a magic no, like dump? Yeah, town one, dump. Yeah, Sons Stig. When I got there, um, Stig. Stig Did he have his helmet on? Um, when I got there, um, I, my mate said I got to get rid of this three-piece suite. Will you come with me down the dump? And I said, yeah. And I imagine um, seabirds is what I thought would be mm. there. And when I got there, um, we we started we parked the van and we started getting the sofa off. The, get the heavy stuff first, a la Laurel and Hardy. And these two <laughs> blokes started helping us. I thought oh, that's lovely helping yeah. us. They just helped it. We put it just straight onto their van. Never actually touched. We just loaded the three piece onto their battery. Never touched the tip. Never. Only only the tip's airspace was occupied by the three piece suite. But now here's a good question. What would you? Well, we'll be the judge of that. Thank Mm. you very much. What would be the formal regalia that you would? Don as Lord of the Manor of West Bromwich, do you mm. think? Oh, it's got to be a cape, Frank. Chains. Yes. Well, well I think you'll have no trouble getting hold of those. Ch- yeah, friends so. in the S&M community. <laughs> Chains, locks, um, a big sort of pork-scratching hat. They used to... Um, the thing is, is, there is a dispute about whether West Bromwich is actually in the black country, uh. which is a big, big thing because mm. lots of the West Bromwich um, merchandise includes the phrase West black country. West Bromwich merch. Well, I mean West Bromwich Albion merchant. Yeah. But oh. there used to be a man known as the black country preacher, Wesley Perrins, who went round the schools. He never actually came to ours, but a friend was telling me that when he was at his school, Wes, I, I don't know if you'll be able to understand this, but if you don't, just stop me. And he says, some people say as West Bramwich is in the black country, but yo mark my words. Eat I. Is what he said. Gosh. So, you've, in other words, you'd be purchasing the lordship of a disputed territory. Oh, exactly, yeah. Oh, it doesn't end well from history. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, the good news is, though... But Lord of West Bromwich, I'd that would it. be what something. What about Kath, Lady West Bromwich? Oh, well, yeah. You know, when I toyed with... You know, my uh, uh, my birth name was already taken by an equity member, so I couldn't use it professionally, so yeah. I adopted Frank Skinner. And um, if there's anyone out there who wants to adopt Frank Skinner, I am an orphan, Mr. Holmes. Um, there is someone that worked in films. I remember you showing once on one of your, one of oh, your chat yes. shows. When I interviewed uh, Alice Cooper, the first thing he said was, oh, you, you know there's a Frank Skinner who did all the music for the old black and white Frankenstein mm. and Dracula movies. Anyway, um, uh, 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 what was I saying? Oh, I don't know. I interrupted and ruined it all. The equity thing, names. Yes. Oh, yes. So one of the names I toyed with was Wes Bromwich. Uh, I'm so glad you didn't do that. that, I can't believe that. (laughs) It would have really dated you, that. It's it's a very 80... Do you know what I mean? It would have been so wrong. Yes. Do you think everything would have gone wrong? Very dawn of alternative comedy. Yes, it was. (laughs) Um, Hands, feet or something. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, there was a lot of those. There was, yeah. uh, and the late and great Ian Cognito as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think Matt Welcome. Remember him? Very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Do you see what I mean? Thank there was a DJ called Robin Banks. Do you remember him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That might have been his real name. I don't know. Uh, Frank, I've seen your crest as well. Always wear the stocking over it. <laughs> You've seen my crest? Yeah. No, no. 
That's, uh, that's iron filings I spilt on my T-shirt. <laughs> that's his verboten. Um, and it's really quite respectable. What do you think of uh, Gaudé tend to mean virtus? Which is the slogan of the Lord of West Bromwich. Oh, what is it? Strength rejoices in the challenge. It's a bit oh, the sort of thing Jacob Rees-Mogg would say. Yeah, but it? I don't, I've never really rejoiced well, of course, in strength the rejoices in the challenge. Oh, you like a challenge? You work with me? Well, <laughs> what would you... Aye, aye. What would you change the motto to? We am, we, we am black country, aye, aye, I can hear the voice of Wesley Perrins from beyond the grave. I think you should change it to I'm having that in Latin. Yes. And um, the next episode of Frank Skinner's Poetry Podcast will be out Wednesday. Robert Browning, come on, my last duchess, you can't go wrong. And you can download it from wherever you get your podcast, exclamation mark, it says on here. I'm very, um, how does one um, voice an exclamation? Download it from wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> horrible zaniness. Horrible zininess the third. That was that American kid I went to school with. <laughs> Sounds like one of the popes. <laughs> zininess the third. <laughs> You're worshipful. You're eminent. Well, you white landlord of West Bromwich, I'll get some damn respect round here. Or I'll bring in me toxic waste. I've got a bit of a toxic waste. Uh, anyway, look, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.